This is a HeadGum Podcast. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Hello and welcome to the Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I'm one of your hosts, Tom. And I'm Tim. Tim, you were cutting it close there. I'm, I'm watching you on video, and you were drinking right up, right up until the very second I said your name. I thought you were going to yep. miss that cue. We were going to have to start over. Nah, I'm a professional. I always hit my mark. Uh, how are you doing this week? Tom, I'm doing well. Hey, hey, I'm ready for this year to be over, right? Yeah, well, this is our last episode of the year, Tim. It is. To us, it is not yet Christmas. We're the ghosts of Christmas Pass right now. Yeah. Uh, and when this gets released, it'll be Christmas future. People will Christmas. already know what they got under right. the tree. Yeah. But by this point, you're listening to this. You already know everything me and Tim got for Christmas, and we don't even know yet. Yeah. Ooh, I envy those people. <laughs> I envy you, the listener. Yeah. Who knows what were what was in those those boxes underneath my tree? Yeah, I, well, I'm planning on live streaming my uh, present opening this year. Are you? Uh, I actually am with uh, my family. Uh, here's the thing: mm-hmm. every year I talk about this, my parents still get me and now my wife like too much stuff to get yeah. people in their 30s. Um, so I went out. Uh, to their house, I dropped off uh, a couple gifts for for them, mm-hmm. and then they're like, "Oh, we have some gifts for you." Yeah, and uh, loaded up my car. <laughs> like, it took two trips, um, so I have like all these gifts under under my tree. But um, and then uh, I have my uh, brother and and his wife, and he has two kids. So we're gonna uh, all live stream and open the gifts oh, together. Okay. So yeah, Tom, I will be live streaming, and guess what? Um, it's going to be public. It's not just going to be for the families. It's not just going to be a Zoom call. Right. We're going to do it on Facebook Live, and we're going to monetize it. Yeah. Hey, good thinking. Yeah, then you can uh, buy some presents for yourself afterwards. Yeah, that little boy who opens the toys, he makes so much money doing that stuff. <laughs> uh, Ryan. Ryan is Ryan. The, the little boy you always refer to who, who opens up the toys. Tom, I really didn't know anything about Ryan until you you really turned me on to Ryan. Yeah, I mean, it's just a, a an insane thing that there's this kid with billions of views, and it's just him opening up toys. What's even more insane is that he does not. I think there's something going on. I think uh, the the parents are giving him hormones or something to stop him from growing. He he looks the same as he did four years ago. Mm. What do they do? Because uh, look, to no, those boys, the castrati. Yeah, look, nobody wants to see uh, you know a thirteen-year-old opening up presents to go. Oh, this dumb. This is the wrong one. Nobody wants to see even a nine-year-old do anything. Exactly. Yeah. By then, too annoying. 
Yeah, it's like uh, you know, like when kids start uh, getting sarcastic. Yeah, but they're they're trying on sarcasm for the first time, so they take it way too far. <laughs> right, and then they're just mean. Yeah, it's just like uh, uh, dial it back, Ryan. You know what? I mean, I haven't seen too many of this kids' videos, but I feel like they're they're they were pitched as kind. Of, I think they've diversified since then. You know, different types of videos, and I think also like got shit for, uh, you know, the the cons- the rampant consumerism of it. But uh, they claimed it was like, ah, oh, it's like reviews though. Kids watch it because they want to know like what he thinks of the toys. I've never seen this kid bashing a toy in any of these videos. No, and kids just want to see toy. No, no kids like, oh, let me see. No, <laughs> before I decide where to spend my hard earned money, let me see if these toys are any good. Yeah. They've gotten better, though. Like, when we were kids, they could claim all kinds of crazy things in commercials that, that toys could do. Yeah. I mean, they would they would show cartoons of, yeah. of the toys doing things. Right. And in my mind, I was like, well, that's probably what it pretty much looks like <laughs> in real life. Yeah, it probably just doesn't play well on film, so that's why yeah. they've uh, chosen to animate this, showing that uh, that it can fly. Yeah, I got like a uh, like a transformer once, and it didn't transform all the way. And in retrospect, I realized like the type of thing it turned into that wouldn't have worked. So anyway, that's a that's an old beef about uh, my grandparents buying me the wrong transformer. Oh man, <laughs> I hope you gave them hell, Tom. Uh, I don't think they were around. I think it would like got sent to us because they had already like retired. And I think mm. I told my parents to give them hell. I think I told my parents, like, "Hey, you get- call grandma, yeah, and you tell her." Well, it was. I look, I wasn't out for petty reasons. It was just call grandma, get the receipt for this because she got the wrong one. Let's bring it right. back. And I completely understand why we can make this. Right. Hey, don't worry, mom. We can make this right. <laughs> yeah. But you need to get grandma on the phone. And I can. Stat. Com- I can completely understand why my mom didn't want to call her mother-in-law, who who lived on the other side of the country, uh, to like try and get a receipt. It was just like, no, just be happy. Just you got ten thousand other things. But it still well, hurts. it was the 80s. Did she uh, cue up uh, the Bobby McFerrin and was just like, why don't you listen to this song? Don't worry. Be happy. She queued up uh, uh, Frankie Goes to Hollywood's Relax. Nice. And told me to listen to the, the song and follow its advice. Yeah. What does Frankie say? Relax. Don't mm-hmm. do it. Um, when you want to go to it? Yeah, something like that. Tim, I found out an interesting piece of uh, trivia this week. I like starting these shows off with trivia lately. Yeah, I mean, you were going to last week and then you forgot. (laughs) Right. Well, I have two interesting pieces of trivia. Uh, Which one would you like to hear? Well, I guess they both have to do with celebrities. Uh, Would you like to hear one about a person who used to be famous or a person that's currently famous? I'm going to say used to be because I don't think I know really who anybody. I, I've heard names of people who are currently famous, but uh-huh. like, uh, I don't know. Who is Gigi Haddad? <laughs> oh, that's like, a, she's like a, uh, you know, like a model, I think. Hmm. Is she a Kardashian? No, but I think she's like in that vein, though. She might even is be she... friends with them. 
Yeah, Kardashian adjacent. Yeah. So yeah, if this if this is gonna <laughs> be if the current celebrity is Gigi Haddad, I don't want to hear about it because I don't really know who she is. <laughs> well, it sounds like you do more than most. More more than most other, you know, like uh, young, beautiful people. She came up in a trivia game I was playing. I got the question wrong. Oh. And so now it's burned in my memory. Was it? Was the question, is this person famous or not? No, it's just a, a picture of, of her. And oh, it and said, who, who is, is this, this person? Yeah. yeah. Well, but that, you know, if that's in a trivia game, then it's like, all right, well, obviously not everybody knows who this person is or else... You know, they don't put uh, George Clooney in a trivia game and say, who's this? Because that would be too easy. <laughs> they should. They should put uh, George Clooney in every trivia game. Man, that reminds me of boost the, sales. the time I played a, an out-of-date version of uh, Trivial Pursuit that had uh, like five different actors. And it said, which one hasn't played Batman? And the right answer was Ben Affleck, hmm. which is no longer true infuriating i want to throw it in the fire anyway uh all right so person who's not very famous anymore did you know that there were plans in place to send ralphie from a christmas story into outer space (laughs) why uh he was like really into outer space when he was a kid well, let me tell you why it didn't happen. It didn't happen because of the Challenger explosion. Mm. Well, they were going to send Big Bird up in the freaking Challenger. Really? Mm-hmm. And then did, oh, is Tim, is this like a conspiracy theory? Like, uh, you know, that that like horrible, like horrible racist conspiracy theories about 9-11 and like certain groups knowing what was going to happen so they didn't show up for work. Are you claiming the same thing about Big Bird? No, that's <laughs> this is... Big Bird. Big Bird got a tip off beforehand. I went, "Wow, I better not go." Uh, well, Oscar had uh, had the inside <laughs> scoop. Um, no, they they uh, they invited Carol Spinney. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh, if you wanted to join a, a mission to orbit the Earth as Big Bird to encourage kids to get interested in space, I mean the Challenger. It's a horrible tragedy. Yeah. And also compounded by the fact like they were going to great lengths to use that to get kids in the eighties interested exactly. in in science and, and space travel. So like they put a, a, a teacher on board, right? Mm-hmm. Well um, it was it NASA had a big push for uh like getting civilians more involved in space. Yeah. Um and so, like, part of it was like, oh, okay, let's get kids involved. Let's get Big Bird on there. Big Bird will go to space. Yeah. And, like, I guess I, I, guess I don't know too much about the Challenger. I, it wasn't supposed to be, like, a, hu- a, a super long um, mission. Right. right? Like, yeah, I don't think so. But, uh, man, and they, like, showed it in schools. I mean, like, it's bad enough, the horrible tragedy that happened. Can you imagine freaking <laughs> Big Bird was on that? Uh, yeah, it'd be even worse. Do you think uh, they'd have to take Sesame Street off the air? No. They could just have Big Bird back on Sesame Street, get get somebody else, throw him in the suit, and say, like, oh, he mm. flew out. He flew out when that happened. They didn't do that with Mr. Hooper, who died sure. grizzly, in a grizzly manner. <laughs> but they but they do it when there's puppets. Mr. <laughs> Hooper was murdered in a botched robbery attempt. <laughs> Is that true? No. <laughs> no. Yeah, he like died of like uh, cancer or something, yeah. right? 
Um, I would, I imagine as an astronaut, it would be very annoying if somebody was up there in a big bird suit. There's the, barely any room to begin with. I'm sure they would have accounted for that. How? They would have sent a bigger space shuttle up there? Yeah, maybe. Maybe that's what went wrong. Maybe they, they had already made all these modifications to the space shuttle. If only we didn't make a big bird-sized space shuttle. <laughs> None of this would have happened. Uh, but apparently, uh, you know, NASA was really into civilians going to space, trying to get civilians and kids more interested, like you said. And uh, they had had uh, the, the kid who played Ralphie was uh, like a junior NASA something or other. And uh, apparently there were plans in the works of like, all right, well, after this goes off without a hitch, uh, like we're pretty confident that this shit's safe enough. We can send a kid up there. Um, And he was there when when the Challenger exploded, like he watched it in person, apparently. Um, He said like a real it wasn't real clear what happened at first. Uh, But then uh, somebody was like, oh, that's not supposed to happen. And then, yeah, it was horrible. But uh, it was extra horrible for him because he was going to get to go to space. And now they were like, yeah, well, we're not going to do that now. That was as big of a disappointment as when he finally got that Red Rider BB gun and he almost did shoot his eye out. Right. Yeah. I wonder if anybody standing next to him uh, witnessing a horrible tragedy thought to turn to him and say that to him. To ask him? Yeah. Oh, boy, this must be as bad as... When you got that Red Rider BB gun and shot your almost shot your eye out. Mm-hmm. He lied and said it was an icicle that fell in his eye. I, I remember. Well, he didn't shoot his eye out, so that was fine. He almost shot the what the the BB ricocheted back and hit him uh, right on. Yeah, his it eye? broke his glasses. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if glasses. it was a little bit higher, it would have shot his eye out for sure. Yeah. All right, what about the currently famous trivia? The currently famous trivia, Tim, is that, um, uh, let me find it, is that uh, uh, the wife of Jeff Bezos, the former wife, now former wife, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Mackenzie, she was Mackenzie Bezos, but before she got married to him, she was Mackenzie Tuttle. Now she is Mackenzie Scott. She has decided to go by her last name, her middle name as her last name. Because of the negative association with Mr. Tuttle from Saved by the Bell? It can only be assumed, right? Because otherwise, why wouldn't you just go back to your maiden name? Yeah. Did she give a reason for it? She gave the reason you cited because of Saved by the Bell. Okay. Um, The thing that, look... I get it, but I don't get it. (laughs) I read all these uh, headlines that are like, Mackenzie Scott gives, you know, $4 billion to to charitable causes, which is all well and good. I think we should, you know, instead tax the shit out of her. (laughs) Right, uh, and have the government figure out where to put that money. Yeah, have, have. um, Build more aircraft carriers. I was just like, I've never heard of the Mackenzie Scott. Who the hell is it? Who, yeah. How did this person get so rich? Um, <laughs> and then, like, it took to like the second or third paragraph that they were like, she used to be married to Jeff Bezos. It's like, oh, yeah, all right. You had to, you had to mention, you had to mention that. Yeah, I just don't understand. Like, I, I get, but I get 
uh, when people get divorced and they go back to their maiden name, I get when, why they don't like, look, if it were me, I probably wouldn't go back to my maiden name. Cause it'd be like, I don't want to fill out paperwork again. Like I'll just, I wouldn't have changed my goddamn name in the first place. <laughs> like I'll just keep this, but I've never heard of somebody who's like, no, fuck both those last names. I'm going to start going by my middle name and then I'm not going to have a middle name anymore. That's, That's just got to be confusing. My middle name's John. And if I wouldn't be used to if all of a sudden people started calling me Mr. John. What was, if they started calling you Tommy John and talking about, hey, uh, you have any surgery lately? Well, Tommy that, John? that, but that's fine because that's, you can call somebody by their first and middle name, but people I call the, you TJ a lot. Tom. Yeah. But people out there are ref, referring to her as Ms. Scott. And that's just confusing. I would I think, mean, but I mean, I guess when you're her a, name, her choice. When you're a billionaire, I guess you could be like, my last name's whatever I say it is. And if you don't like it, here's a billion dollars to shut you up. Tom, let's get right into it. Mm-hmm. 2020 is almost over. 2020 is almost in the rearview mirror. And yeah. you know what I say, Tom? What? Good riddance. This hey. year's... Dunk. I saw somebody online that said, uh, compared it to a dumpster fire. A, f- a dumpster, the contents of which have been lit on fire. Yeah. Set ablaze. Yeah. I'd never heard that term before, but I found it fitting. Tom, I like it. We yeah. should put it on a Christmas ornament. Look, not all of 2020 was bad. I went on a vacation early in the year before everything got horrible. So let's not yeah. forget that. All right. I increased my wealth by fourteen billion dollars. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow, Tim, that's that's uh, holy. I moly. would say on 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 whole the 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 pan the the twenty twenty was just pretty good for me. Yeah, I was thinking about that earlier. To go back to the uh, Bezoses for a second um, about uh, you know something I was watching earlier. They were saying like, ah, twenty twenty has been bad for everyone. It's like, yeah, it wasn't bad for Jeff Bezos. He, he got more money than ever. Like, yeah, I'm sure he was inconvenienced uh, mildly, you know, at times by the virus. But then he was probably also like, well, I wouldn't uh, trade $14 billion for that inconvenience. Yeah, I was inconvenienced, but uh, I didn't have to go to the warehouse. Yeah, exactly. I was de- denied sick leave. Yeah, it was probably like, oh, they had to stop working on my house for a week, but then I just offered them more money. And I yelled at them, <laughs> chewed out the contractor. Yeah, or had somebody else do it for him. Yeah, and not the contractor, but, uh, you know, somebody lower level. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Tom, do you think uh, when, uh, you know, maybe four or five years ago, Mm-hmm. When it was in fashion, do you think uh, Jeff Bezos ever said to um, now uh, his former wife, uh, mm-hmm. Mackenzie, at Scott. the time, Bezos, um, uh, I, may, I might be Bezos, but you're Bay. When <laughs> <laughs> he felt like romantic. Uh, something like that might have saved his marriage, Tim. I wish yeah. you had been around to uh, offer like that Mackenzie to him. More like Mackenzie Bezos. Right. We gave her flowers, nice flowers. Maybe <laughs> nice flowers. 
Then you can let her know. Oh, these are eight. Hey, these are nice flowers. Um, these are some bullshit fucking regular flowers. Yeah, I didn't these get are, these from these the gas nice station. Got, yeah. I uh, got them from a florist. Not, you know, like, uh, yeah. You know, it's, it has a storefront. It's not like these didn't come from some, you know, tropical island or anything. Or maybe they did. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I don't know where the flower shop gets them. But what I'm saying is these are nice flowers. They look nice. <laughs> they won't die right away. I wonder if she considered uh, changing her name to Mackenzie Bay when, mm. when she was considering uh, her name change. Mm. Anyway, cool. you were saying 2020 uh, sucked for the most part. Yeah, and usually we do a year in review. Mm-hmm. But that would sort have of been sad and depressing. <laughs> right. Um, and not very interesting. Tom, let's look forward. It, it would have just been like, the television shows I watched this year. If there is one My thing, top five hand sanitizers. Tom... Most of the time, it's kind of like the top five uh, TV shows that we've watched and yeah. movies that we saw. You know, it's, I guess it wouldn't be all that No, different. a lot of it's times just... it's uh, top five parties I've gone to, top yeah. five uh, celebrities I've hobnobbed with. Yeah, top five handshakes I've had and uh, hugs, bro hugs. Top five extreme sports I participated in. Tom, you could still do extreme sports in 2020. Not the kinds I like. Tandem snowboarding. <laughs> tan, tan, pretty much just tandem everything. Yeah, I like going in those uh, those big inflatable balls, but with other people. Is and that they... an extreme sport? <laughs> going, <laughs> going into a is like a sumo suit an extreme sport too? By your by your yeah, I consider a sumo suit. I mean, you know. Uh, so this uh, tend to be like more like corporate retreat uh, rentals. Hey, Re- Regis Feldman did it once. Who? Regis. Oh, I thought you said Rita Spillman. <laughs> no. <laughs> Regis Feldman. 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 Yes. A rest in peace. Yeah. Well, that's another reason 2020 sucked. Yeah. Unless he, he passed away year? in 2019. It might have been last year. Yeah. A lot of people died. Anyway, long story short, 2020 sucked. Mm-hmm. So, so uh, what 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 are we doing instead, Tim? Why look backwards, Tom, when we can look forward right. to the next year? And, Tom, let me tell you. When the clock strikes midnight, mm-hmm. January 1st, 2021... I guarantee you all our problems will be in the <laughs> rear view mirror, my friend. Yep. Well, I'll, it's, well, I'll get the vaccine in the mail later that morning. Hit the ground running, baby. Mm-hmm. It's uh, Everything's fine. Yeah. So all let's, the stuff that was wrong is now right. So let's uh, maybe make some predictions about yeah. uh, what's going to happen next year, Tim, so people can... Uh, Starting an idea of where they should place their bets. Tom, would you say that this is the return of Tim Stradamus? <laughs> Tim Stradamus and Tom Stradamus. Yeah, I think it should be Nostra Thomas. Nostra Thomas and Tim Stradamus. <laughs> yes. All right. Yes, this is the the triumphant return nice. of, of uh, the soothsay- soothsayers. Yeah. The old crones in the crowd. Saying uh, suits, whether yeah. they're people want to hear them or not. Tom, is somebody, you know, uh, that that soothsayer, uh-huh. 
pretty much nailed 2020 when the you know a few a couple you know thousands of years too early but uh beware the ides of march right i mean that was pretty much when when uh the shit hit the fan here in in the in, u.s yeah yeah we did have to beware the ides of march yeah it was that and but, like, it was a mixture of like that and friday the 13th really converged to yeah uh, well but they didn't say uh beware the ides of march and then like another year after that yeah, and that won't even be the worst of it. Like it'll <laughs> be keep being beware. Much, much worse. But most people will stop being where, um, you know, after a couple months. Is it being where or being beware? It's being wary, I think. Yeah, there you go. Uh so what 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 are your uh predictions, Tim, with with Tom, what's gonna happen in this upcoming year? I have ten predictions. Mm-hmm. Some of them chilling some of them positive okay let's start with number one tom (laughs) do you have a bunch of predictions i i don't know if i have 10 i have a few all right we probably won't get to all 10 or we'll burn through all these in like four minutes and we'll just have to solve (laughs) a bunch of problems um tom i think uh 2021 look not everything's gonna be fixed immediately i know that Mm -hmm. but i think at some point life will get back to some sort of normal right i think it'll it'll slowly happen yeah and i think at some point everyone is just going to start taking everything too far yes i think it's going to be bad i think it's going to be like because me tom i i can uh, the my quarantine 2020 life Mm -hmm. Isn't that much different from like uh, <laughs> from like the life that I had settled into, where it's just like most nights I just come home and watch TV or something. Right. Um, I'm gonna wild out, Tom. I'm gonna go. I'll I'll, I'll do drugs for the first time in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll party. I'll go to foam parties. Um, <laughs> I'll go to raves. Hey, I'll go to foam parties as long as it's uh, Purell making up the foam. Tom, guess what? It won't matter. We won't have to. I'm gonna throw my free. I'm gonna flush all my Purell down the dang toilet. <laughs> Who needs it anymore? Um, well, so people, I've seen people pointing out online that uh, you know, after the the plague of uh, or, or the flu pandemic of uh, 1918, it was followed mm-hmm. by the Roaring Twenties. And that's maybe going to happen again because we're in the yeah. 20s right now. So maybe the new Roaring 20s will happen. Yeah, and, and, and then then we got the 30s to look forward to. <laughs> well, and if if the roaring if the Roaring 20s are coming back, Tim, I hope uh, flagpole sitting also returns. This is a hope, or this is a prediction. This is both. I think people are going to get real into, especially in the beginning, Tim, when uh, when it's like, mm. all right, it's safer, but it's not 100 percent safe. So it's going to be like, oh, yeah, you can go on. You can go out with a mask off if you go sit up on that flagpole 50 feet in the air. Hmm. I'd like to. Uh, would you ever go uh, sit on a flagpole? Uh, for a little bit, just to check it out, maybe. But the the people back then that set the uh, the flagpole sitting records, Tim, 
insane. Some of these records are insane. The the first guy apparently that that came up with the idea to sit on a flagpole, he uh, Alvin Sh- Alvin Shipwreck Kelly. That's a cool nickname though. Shipwreck Kelly, yeah. Oh yeah. no, Shipwreck Kelly's here. Oh, he's gonna. The party's starting. Yeah, he's uh, gonna steer this ship right into the, the iceberg. A reef. He uh, he sat on a flagpole for 49 days in Atlantic City. That wasn't the first time he did that. The first time he did it for only 13 hours. But then once it became like a thing, he was like, well, I got to get my crown back. And he did it for 49 days. Somebody beat him by like a couple of days after that. Killed that's, him. But that that's a long time to sit on a flagpole. And was he shitting off that flagpole? Yeah, was this a David Blaine thing where he's like, I'm going to stand on this platform, but like for three hours a day, I'm going to come off the platform and <laughs> live my life. I Look, can't imagine. I, this, is, this is coming from a guy who reveres David yeah, Blaine. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it was because, A, no, nobody back in the 20s thought anything had long-term effects. <laughs> so I don't think they were like, nah, you probably shouldn't remain immobile for you know, two months at a time that could cause problems down the line. Uh, so I yeah. think he was just up there. I think he was up there shitting off that flagpole for, for months. What was he eating? I think people would like throw stuff up to him or, or they would shimmy up the heads flagpole. of lettuce. Yeah. Oh, you're saying like they would, uh, throw, uh, vegetables at him Like it was a bad show. No, just, just thing. I'm just trying to think of things that, that you can, you know, get enough air up that uh up that uh right. flagpole uh you can get some you can get some people uh maybe a Onions. shoeless joe jackson who's got a good arm throw it up there yeah but like what like what wouldn't fall apart like you can't throw a meatball sub up to somebody no the they meatballs didn't fall nobody up. had invented meatball subs yet tim did they have meatball subs in and- and if the they, roaring twenties, if they had meatball subs, they could throw individual meatballs up, and then the bread, throw the bread up like a football. Kelly would burn his hands on each individual no, ball. No, be like, look, look, it's not going to be you know hot. You're going to have to eat it quick. It's just going to be warm. Or they throw the bread up first like a football, and then he catches the meatballs mm, in the yeah. bread. Yeah, like a baseball glove. Yeah. And then a few hours later, everybody watches him shit off the top of a flagpole. <laughs> and they cheer. Hey, that's the meatball sub. <laughs> <laughs> they would draw a straight line to what they watched him yeah. to watch what they watched him uh, defecate later on. <laughs> Look, Tim, I'm telling you, in the twenties people were starved for entertainment, and that that would have passed the time. What do you think? Do you think they'll bring back prohibition? Uh, I hope not. I could see something like that happening with uh with marijuana, though. That like all of a sudden the you know the federal government's like too many states have legalized this. Everything's out of control. You know what? Forget it. We're doubling down. And we're I can't start... see that happening. I no, can I see... can't see it happening either. I can't see it happening to either. No, I mean also uh, like alcohol uh, or marijuana. Yeah, they're. They're companies that are too big involved now. <laughs> that yeah. the government can't possibly uh, I think, get involved. Like 
Anheuser-Busch, like if you screw with them, like they'd assassinate the president or they have they have they have ways to assassinate the president. Right. Yeah. They could make it look like an a, a Clydesdale accident. You yeah. Know, nobody, oh, yeah. Nobody. Look, nobody's going to think that somebody tries to assassinate a president by having him stomped to death by a Clydesdale during a promotional photo shoot. But. That's what makes the it the perfect crime. The president is doing a, a promotional photo shoot for Budweiser beer? <laughs> yeah. Even though he, he or she has just signed the legislation for, um, uh, you know, to outlaw alcohol. They're like, all right, we want you to come down, take a picture of the horses before we send them to the glue factory. Hmm. And uh, maybe they even do the photo shoot at a glue factory just to get the horses real mad. Oh yeah, in, in a get stomping the, mood. Yeah, get them get them in the mood to stomp. I saw a video online this week, Tim. Do you know that there are horses that are trained uh, in something called cutting, which and it's not you know with a knife or anything, Tim. It's uh, when like cowboys or ranch hands have to go out and there's like a newborn calf and they have to tag the calf, like you know tag its ear. Mm-hmm. Um, so they get off the horse to do that, but then of course, like the the mama cow is like, "Hey, get get the hell away from my calf! You're hurting it." The horse is trained. Wait, are you talking about? Okay, you're talking. A horse is is now interacting with a cow. Yeah, the horses. Okay, are I thought trained. you were conflating horses and cows first. No, no, the horses okay, okay. are trained to keep the cow away from the guy up to to including- create a diversion. Yeah, up to and including kicking the cows. Wow. Yeah, to keep it keep it back so that the cow doesn't, you know, attack uh, the guy, the cowboy or the ranch hand. Right. Yeah. So, it's interesting know, stuff. Yeah. I wonder how ca- horses feel about I wonder how cows feel about that cuz I wonder if cows are like, "Wow, what a fucking betrayal. This this other animal's taking the human side." I wonder how horses and cows feel about each other in general. <laughs> that is a good question. Like, do they do they think like, oh, that that thing's pretty similar to me, or is it kind of like the uncanny valley where it's like that thing's too similar to me, so now I'm wary of it. I go back and read Animal Farm again. Yeah, I don't think I don't know. I've never seen a horse and cow that are friends. But I've seen humans that are friends with cows and horses. Hmm. Humans, out of all the animals, the best at making friends with other animals. No. What? Then what is? Don't say a monkey. Um, uh, you know what? I'm thinking of unlikely animal friends, right? So like yeah. a horse and a dog or something. I'm but saying there's a reason it's unlikely. Friends. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, like a. Duck and another duck? That's no. I'm saying what animal makes friends across species like we do? <sighs> None. Tom, you got me there. Congratulations. Yeah. Humans, we did it. But anyway, that's uh, a little something about uh, horses and cows. This episode of The Complete Guide to Everything is sponsored by BetterHelp. Tim, you ever uh, you ever have something you really need to get off your chest? Constantly, Tom. Constantly? You're yeah. just walking around, you want to 
tell people you hate them or you love them or you uh, you know where the treasure is buried. Interesting, you went negative first, but yeah, no, I, there's I said a lot of things. Love second, and then the treasure. That's also the positive. treasure is the is the wild card. We it could be good or it could be bad. We all carry around different stressors, big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start affecting us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Uh, as everybody knows, we're, we're big uh, proponents of therapy on this podcast. Love uh, it. Uh, we, we, we think it's uh, something anyone can, uh, can benefit from. It's not just uh, people who have been through traumatic experiences or going through a rough patch. Uh, even if you're doing good, maybe you can do better. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Complete Guide today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Complete Guide. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm -mm -mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Horses and cows, fascinating stuff, Tom. Um, Tom, let's uh, let's continue. Mm-hmm. What, what what do we got cooking in twenty twenty one? Telephone booth stuffing is coming back as well. How many people can fit inside a telephone booth? Another big fad from days gone by. But once we've all got the vaccine, let's see how many boys we can get in a telephone booth. It's another thing that I think was popular in the 1920s it actually 20s. it got popular in the 50s but hmm. yeah it's all the same i was actually going to bring that up when you were talking about flagpole sitting and i don't know why um there must be some reason why both of our minds went to, i'm sure you saw a flagpole sitting on a list somewhere and then we're just like yeah what about uh being stuffed in a telephone booth? well i was the first thing i thought was uh, phone booth stuffing and then I was like oh was that the 20s and I looked it up and it wasn't but then I saw that flagpole sitting was in the 20s so I was like ah well th- these are similarly uh, boring fads to watch but if somebody told me hey down the street the you know a bunch of boys from the local university are seeing how many of them can get stuffed in a telephone booth I'd be like yeah I'll come watch 29 is the record Tim and uh they were so stuffed in there, they couldn't answer the phone when it rang. I want to say two things, Tom. Mm-hmm. 
Number one, I don't think that will come back in 2021. I think you'd be hard-pressed to find a phone booth anywhere. Uber, Uber stuffing. How many people can fit in the back of an Uber? Well, that'd be, yeah, maybe. Um, And also, I would much rather sit on top of a flagpole than be stuffed into a... Oh, absolutely. ...a freaking phone booth with two dozen other people. Yeah. Some of the other uh, fads that I saw that uh, I anticipate might come back, goldfish swallowing. Mm-hmm. That, that never really left, Tom. Yeah. Got news for you. You know what I found out, too, though, when I was looking it up? Uh, apparently, they think it came from this place where, uh, like, this bar where the bartenders would uh, take carrots and cut them up to look like uh, the, the tail of a goldfish and then just kind of, like, sleight of hand, make it look like they pulled a goldfish out of the bowl, turn around with the little carrot tail sticking out of their mouth, and then Wiggle it, it with up. their tongue. Yeah. 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 Pretty good. I think I saw that in a, a Penn and Teller book one time. Oh, okay. Uh, Tom, can I tell you something? What? As a child, I was an avid reader of uh, Penn and Teller had a number of books. Mm-hmm. One was called uh, Penn and Teller's Cruel Tricks for Dear Friends. Right. One was called Penn and Teller's How to Play with Your Food. Uh-huh. And one was called Penn and Teller's How to Play in Traffic. Um, and they all had a bunch of good, uh, you know, fun party tricks in them. Right. Um. When I went to see Penn and Teller, uh-huh. and afterwards, after the show, you could you could uh, you talk could to meet them, them and yeah. talk to them. I talked to Peller to Teller, mm-hmm. and I uh, and I uh, w- w- tried to engage him in a conversation with uh, a bu- uh, with the book Penn and Teller's Cruel Tricks for Dear Friends. Mm-hmm. He went, ah, yeah, I remember that book, and then he just walked away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they probably didn't write it. It was probably just ghost written and. No, no, it was very much it. Like well, Penn definitely wrote it. I don't know if Penn, Teller did. Maybe. Tell, well, there were just blank pages for <laughs> where Teller Teller would write things. I mean, Tim, you should have just been amazed that you got him to speak to you. Yeah, I was like, I caught you. Maybe. Anyway, maybe they weren't happy with the royalties they earned on it. Yeah. Tom, I got a food prediction. Okay. Now you think I'm going to be a pig in shit in hog heaven. Oh, I thought I'm you actually were worried about this. I thought you were talking. You were like, instead of pigs in a blanket, there's going to be pigs in shit. That's going to be the new no. hot hors d'oeuvre. Maybe. What would what would the would the hot dog be in though? Like uh, uh, pudding, chocolate pudding. But that's not that's not going to be a good treat. I don't know. That'd be funny if you came to a party and it was like, uh, we've got uh you know, crab cakes, we've got a uh, uh, shrimp cocktail, and then we've got pigs and shit. <laughs> and it's just little pudding cups full of uh, little tiny hot dogs. Yeah, but that's not something you'd want to eat. The more I think about it, I think it would be good with the salty and the sweet. Hot dogs and pudding. Chocolate pudding. Hmm. Yeah, I, what other kind of pudding I think it is would there? work. Vanilla? Think yeah, it, I guess. <laughs> but if you, if you know, uh, people love uh, chocolate-covered pretzels, and pretzels are yeah, something. Pretzels you eat at a ball game. Hot dogs you eat at a ball game. That's true. What about chocolate and sausage and peppers? That's my favorite ballpark treat. <laughs> I don't think it would be bad if you squirted a little Hershey's syrup on there. What about just... 
chocolate-covered onions. <laughs> I would eat anything to do with onions, so I'm I'm a bad person to judge. But I dark think chocolate and onions, I think, would be like a foodie's delight. Yeah, yeah, something that really uh, engages the palate. Yeah, exactly. If you were at a ballpark though, and you pass by a a, a stand called Pigs and Shit. You would you would take it. You'd be like, let me see what this is about. And if it was like they're only five dollars, all right, I'm gonna get some. No, I'm not. I'm not like you at all, Tom. This is this is the line between <laughs> Tom Reynolds and, and me. I mean, I'm, and I'm proud to be on my side of the line. Well, look, if anybody out there has a contract with the ballpark and wants to talk, I mean, I guess you wouldn't have to. I guess you could just take my idea. That's I'm saying that to try and bait somebody into a lawsuit. Do you think we have a lot of like minor league uh, <laughs> baseball team yeah, I think owners? We have a lot listening? of major league baseball team owners, not owners, just somebody with a hot dog cart. Tom, you understand that they just can't, they, they don't operate independent. Those aren't small businesses that operate <laughs> in the stadiums, right? I'm looking for. That would be cool, right? I'm looking for a real go getter that is going to bring this idea to the boss. The George Steinbrenner himself. The ghost of George Steinbrenner. Yeah. Well, and like uh, at like uh, City Field, they have uh, other vendors that that are not owned by uh, the the organization. Yeah. Look, but I mean, I'm they... not. I'm not involved in the business here. I'm just the ideasman. You have a way to sell pigs and shit at a ballpark. Get in touch. That's yeah. I think even if Pat Lafrida came to uh, the the uh, ownership of the New York Mets, I forget who it is. Some billionaire now. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if he was like. I, I think he probably still has to get uh, the the sign off permission. I don't think you can sell pigs and shit. All we're asking for is a test weekend. Yeah, but they're like, oh, yeah, uh, when when the Dodgers are in town. It's like, no, come on, you know, that's going to be too too hot a ticket. Right. No, and that's what I don't care who's in town. You know, we'll we'll that's when we'll we'll try it out. God damn it. I'd love to go to a baseball game. Maybe, I don't even hey, really like going to baseball games. It'd be nice to go to a baseball game, though, wouldn't it? You bring in a team that people aren't uh, crazy about seeing play the Mets. Maybe they'll come just for the pigs and shit. Hot dogs and chocolate pudding? Yeah. Tom, here's my food prediction. Get a lot of food. Um, it's not going to happen immediately, but I've okay. seen it brewing for a while. Mm-hmm. I think nachos are going to have a moment in 2021. What the fuck are you talking about? Nachos are going to have a moment. What kind of moment? I, they're popular. People like nachos. I think they're going to get so popular that they're going to wind up jumping the shark. What? In what way? I think everybody's going to do like the nachos way, every which way. Like the way uh, bacon jumped the shark? Like people got too excited about bacon? Exactly. Exactly. I think people here because here's what twenty one's gonna be. Into twenty twenty one's gonna be. It's gonna be like excess. It's gonna be like uh-huh. I gotta do all the things. I'm so enthusiastic. I'm back in the real world. Give me as much stuff as, as, as once as possible. And what is nachos? But, um, but 
something with everything involved. As much stuff as you can throw on. Just throw some more shit on top of those chips. We'll, we'll eat it. We'll scoop them up with the chips. It'll be great. And people are going to crave it. And they're going to be like, I don't want a steak. I want chips with steak and guacamole and cheese and pico de gallo and I don't know whatever whatever the fuck else you want to put on it. And they're and they're gonna they're gonna go nuts with the nachos. And people are gonna wear nachos T-shirts and they're gonna have hats that just say nachos. And they're gonna have pins uh, pinned to them with a picture of nachos on them. And then uh, Bill Murray is gonna eat nachos and everybody's gonna go, oh, the old man ate the nachos. And uh, and then eventually people are gonna be like, enough about the nachos already. Why would somebody wear a hat that says nachos instead of a hat that is nachos? I mean, that'll happen too, Tom. Yeah, all right. Tom, remember when we ate nachos out of baseball helmets? Yeah, we and it was too much. It was too much nachos to eat. We had to throw it in the garbage. Yeah. Now, imagine on top of there was, you know, all the nachos fixings and then cut up cocktail weenies and chocolate pudding on there. <laughs> exactly. I just remember my nachos. I, I think I had like pulled pork or pulled beef nachos, mm-hmm. and it was just—it was pulled beef a thing. <laughs> yeah, sure, you can pull beef. Um, it was just so much, and considering ballpark prices, I think this—it was a a man-sized helmet, like a batter's helmet, uh, and uh, I don't think it was—I uh, don't think you could use it in the game. But it wasn't too no, far off. It wasn't it wasn't sturdy enough. No, it was very far off. It was just cheap. Now nah, you can put some foam in there, and I think it was basically the same thing. Uh but, but you could I even at ballpark, it was fifteen dollars. And I remember eating it and thinking like, even if this weren't a ballpark, this is too cheap for the amount of food in here. And that's yeah. skeeving me out. <laughs> Because there's like five pounds of pulled pork in here, it seems. And how did how did they make it this cheap? Especially when a hot dog is eleven dollars. Exactly. <laughs> it's like that should be a dollar fifty. Yeah. Now um, let me ask you this: How much would you pay for a bunch of little hot dogs in chocolate pudding? I you'd have to pay me to take them off your hands, Tom. Well, <laughs> look, I don't know if on the test weekend we're gonna go so far as to pay people to eat them, but. Maybe we'll give a steep discount just to get get a buzz going. Tom, we went to a baseball game. Do you remember anything about that baseball game other than the fact that we ate nachos? No, I just remember eating nachos for what felt like two hours and barely making a dent. I feel like we, we got to the stadium late after the game had started. Yeah. We were in Chicago to do a, a live show. Um. We had something that we could do with, like, people we knew, <laughs> and, like, that would be very a nice time, and we're like, no, we're going to go to this baseball game. And yeah. Like, yeah, cool. Go see the, the park. We just went to this nacho stand, waited in line, I think, for, like, 45 minutes, mm-hmm. got these nachos, went to our seats for the first time. I think it was, like, the bottom of the sixth inning. Uh-huh. We methodically ate some <laughs> nachos, and then when we both had belly aches, we were just like, let's get out of here, and we just left. Yeah. I don't remember watching a moment of that baseball game. Yeah, I don't I don't even really remember who was playing. Uh, the White Sox were one of the teams. Yeah. The- I think the Yankees might have been in town. Our team. Yeah. Our hometown boys. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I think they were actually. I don't know. It was it was a fun time when we got free helmets out of it. 
Yeah. We wore them at our show the next day and nobody <laughs> cared. <laughs> Tim, uh, here's something. It didn't protect us from people uh, <laughs> trying to beat the shit out of us. Um, another. Imagine we did shows and people just beat the shit out of us when we when we after the show was I over. I mean, sooner or later, it's bound to happen once things yeah. get back to normal. Mm-hmm. With you uh, leering at people's girlfriends from wives, the stage. Wives, Tim. I'm only interested oh, yeah. in people's you, you wives. You only like it, yeah, if you can break up a marriage. <laughs> uh, along those lines, Tim, here's another blast from the past that I think is going to come back in 2021 once uh, people have got the vaccine and they aren't afraid of getting sick anymore. Uh, panty raids. Hmm. Now explain what what that is That's for those of us a, who haven't seen Revenge of the Nerds. It's just a bunch of college people. They they go to a sorority and they run through and they steal a bunch of pairs of women's underwear. Pairs? Pair. Like yeah, I mean one pair. One pair per woman. Why are they called pairs though? Two leg holes. Hmm. I was actually, I was reading about panty raids, and apparently when they were... <laughs> you were watching some videos? When when they were featured in Revenge of the Nerds, that was already like, you know, it's like nobody's done that in 30 years. But these mm-hmm. fucking panty raids that happened in the 50s sound unbelievably terrifying. Because it would be at colleges, and it would be literally 3,000 men just storming like a sorority and apparently like stealing the panties wasn't it sounds like it sounds like essentially that was uh, that was just could have been chalked up to just a handful of perverts that Mm -hmm. the idea wasn't going in and stealing the panties the idea was just like running in and causing a massive amount of chaos Mm-hmm. locking the scaring women yeah locking the dorm mother in her apartment in there and then just you know running wild um and uh yeah it, but it went out of fashion according to wikipedia in the 70s when uh you know it's like well why would you do a panty raid you can just have premarital sex yeah but these might have been guys that you know these ladies didn't want when they were asserting dominance like the the panty raids i know you want them to go yeah i know you want to take part in a panty raid more than anything in the world no i'm i'm just saying tim that they're coming back do you know you hope that they come back is what you're saying at at the at my my school uh university of maryland uh there was a panty raid. go terps yes there was a panty raid that was responsible for uh, the original Fozzie Bear being stolen out of Jim Henson's uh, girlfriend's sorority and thrown into a bonfire. What? Yep. See, and you think I'm going to be pro-panty raids like <laughs> you, you pervert? I would never be pro-panty raid after hearing that story. I would never give the original Fozzie Bear to anybody. Yeah, well, I don't think he knew at the time. Man, Jim Henson must have been steamed. Oh, I could imagine. And like, I wonder. I, I wonder if that dickhead ever realized what he did. I think he did. I bet it was like uh, Jamie Dimon or somebody. Or somebody <laughs> like, I bet it. The the <laughs> the president of Chase Bank. <laughs> yeah, he was the one that freaking st- 
stole the original Fozzie Bear during a panty raid and threw it into a bonfire. Could have been. Um, Paul Wolfowitz or something. I have a, a handful of more predictions, but before we do another prediction, do you want to solve a problem, perhaps? No, let's do some more predictions. Oh, all right. Tom, Jesus guess Christ. what? I'm just trying to help the, people out. Tom, we'll help people out in the new year. All right. There's nothing we can. There's nothing more right, we can do in 2020. All right. Let me what your prediction 2020 is. 2020 put people through the fucking ringer. All right. And I'm, I'm trying to give people some hope. Well, That's the best problem we I can solve. I was trying to fix their problems, but you go ahead. I I have two more. I have no. I have four more. I have two that I are are I'm serious about. Tom, and we have like six minutes. All right. So then you go I, with I, yours. All right. 2021, the Grinch is going to come back in a big way. The fuck is that supposed to mean? You know the Grinch isn't real, right? What do you mean he's going to come back? Around Christmas, he's going to come back. He comes back every year around Christmas. I know. That's why I think it's a pretty safe bet. All right. Do you have any other... I can't believe you didn't want to solve a problem so you could say that, that the Grinch is going to come back. What do you mean? I think that... uh... Would you would you bet against me that the Grinch is going to no, come back the, the way he does every, every year on Christmas? No, I I would never take that bet. Tom, can I tell you something? Mm-hmm. I uh, I'm a cord cutter, but I have the YouTube TV. Yeah, which is like you know they have it's cable. Kind of like Essentially, they, it's they cable. charge you as much as cable for cable. Mm-hmm. Except you can't watch Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer on it when it's on TV because it says you're not allowed to stream that over the internet. It's a weird thing. I want to <laughs> talk right. about this. Um, but uh, on one channel was the Grinch, the original Grinch. The cartoon. Right? Mm-hmm. The cartoon. On another channel, this was all at one time, Dom. Mm-hmm. I couldn't figure out how to, how to monetize this. <laughs> um, <laughs> on another channel... There was the the 2000 movie or the 2001 movie with Jim Carrey, the Ron right. Howard shitty. Uh-huh. On another channel, at the same time, mind you, uh-huh. there was uh, the Benedict Cumberbatch uh, CGI movie from like two years ago. Oh, okay. Yeah, I forgot Grinch. that that even existed. And then at the same time, on another channel, <laughs> on like NBC, there was uh, the there's a musical of the Grinch, and they were like... It was like a stage musical, huh. and they were showing that. There were four Grinch shows on at the same time. Wow. And, and, on and, television. And you couldn't figure out how to monetize it at the time. Have you since thought of how you could monetize that? No, we have no sponsor for this episode. <laughs> Wait, what? Well, the, us? We were going to monetize this? I was going to monetize the observation that there's a <laughs> oh, lot of Grinch stuff out there. Oh, but instead, you've just given it away for free, I see. Yeah. There's not even a goddamn Sakara ad on this episode. <laughs> um, do you want to hear my serious, uh, uh, obs- my serious predictions? That there's going to be a civil war? No, no, no. But there is, right? You do believe there's no, going to be a civil war No, I don't think there's going to be a civil war. However, I do have a Trump prediction. Um, I think he's going to go to North Korea next year. Okay. that's just, We're not talking about that guy. No, but I'm just saying, I think that I'm, I just want to get it out there that that's going to happen. On the record, the host of The Apprentice, yeah. uh, the disgraced um, real estate mogul from New York City is going mm-hmm. to move. 
to North He's not going to move there, but he's going to be desperate for attention, and that's going to get him attention. Oh, I thought you meant like he was going to like go live like a king there. Oh, no, no, no. I'm just saying he's going to do a Dennis Rodman style trip there. Uh, He'll be invited and, yeah, he'll he'll take him up on it. Yeah, I mean, he should tread carefully because like. Oh, I mean, I'm sure like freaking have him killed when he's over there and just be like, (laughs) whoa, whoops, Kim Jong Un did it. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm <laughs> that's why you don't go to North Korea for no reason. Oh, I'm sure anybody with half a brain around him, which I don't think that exists anymore, would <laughs> uh, would tell him, hey, this isn't going to be worth it. Don't do that. God, can you imagine how horrible, it, not to get into politics, but how horrible it would be if he went over there for a publicity stunt, got assassinated, and then we got into a war because of that? <laughs> I mean, that would be, that. that's, look, that guy thinks he's never going to die, but if he had to choose the way that he would die, mm-hmm. it would be to spur an <laughs> international world-ending nuclear war. Because the thing Tom, is- we spent four years not talking about this fucking guy on the show, <laughs> and the last 20 days of his administration, you're just like, let's go all out. Well, no, I'm not going all out. I'm just saying- that like and the thing is if he was assassinated over there uh, regardless of who he is it's like well yeah you can't assassinate a former president and not expect a response so i don't know yeah would you respond i mean i wouldn't respond i'd be like well he took his chances going over there yeah sorry don't, don't go to north you know, korea not enough, not enough that goes for everybody died in 2020 not not just former presidents i know jimmy carter listens to this podcast a lot uh, but all former presidents and all Americans don't go to North Korea. It's not worth it. You can just watch documentaries yeah. on YouTube. It seems like it sucks there. It's very depressing. Was that your serious? That was um, one of my serious ones. The second serious one is I believe there's going to be a UFO crash. That's going to be too big to keep a secret. What makes you think? Like, do you? What makes you think that? Like, they're tech is going to fail in because it just it fails from time to time and uh they're getting more and more brazen tim a lot of uh uaps out there hmm okay uh i think uh ska is going to come back in a fourth wave (laughs) It could happen, Tim, with the with the 20s revival. A revival swing dancing could be back. Maybe the gap. Some sky is not swing. Maybe the gap will bring those commercials back. You know what? I, I would like to see the gap bring back those uh, where they had the model singing. They call me mellow yellow. <laughs> there was a real pretty lady in those uh, in those ads that. Uh, I remember you talking about this. You have had a crush on this woman from the Gap ad for twenty years yeah, now. I'm sure she was like an internationally renowned supermodel, but it was 1997, so I had no way of looking her up. Yeah. Well, you, you could probably do it now. She might be dead now. Yeah, I mean, anybody could be dead, but likely not she's not dead. Not enough bad people. I said this before I got buried. Not enough bad people died in 2020. Well, maybe 2021 more bad people will die. So hopefully horrible people like you can get off on it. You don't want bad people to die, Tom? You want bad people to keep being bad? I want bad people to suffer consequences for their actions. Yeah, death. 
No, death is easy. Death, you, death, you're done. I want bad people to go to jail. Yeah, but like, I know you're is Dick a, Cheney ever going to go to jail? You're a staunch proponent of the death penalty, Tim. But no, I'm not. Uh, do the plugs. You're like, ah, oh, if somebody, ah, oh, they stole some gum, put them in the chair. No, nobody should have access to gum. <laughs> if you like this, right, if, if, if it were up to me, yeah, anybody in possession of gum, who get out of town, shoot you uh, into space. If you like the show, Challenger, <laughs> you with can, oh, no. and Ralphie from A Christmas uh, Story. You can find out more at tcgt.com. You can follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash complete guide. Follow us on Twitter at complete guide. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Tom Reynolds. Follow me at your pal, Tim. And you want to support the show, check out patreon.com slash complete guide for our Patreon books, the podcast this week. Tim has watched the movie Die Hard. Based oh, on- yeah. Crap. <laughs> based on the book. Nothing lasts forever. Uh, you can get that episode and all the past episodes. Patreon.com slash complete guide. Also check out tcgt.com slash merch. We got brand new merch, baby. We got a brand new uh, uh, Tim's favorite thing to call astronauts cowards. Uh, he Tom, brought he brought that up again during the Challenger explosion conversation. No, I, God damn it! I didn't a, even want to sell those shirts. Coward, I don't like those shirts. A cowardly astronaut shirt. You misrepresented what I said. Uh, also, a shirt uh, that says, <laughs> "I was so surprised my wig blew off." Right? Blew off? Shot off? I was you so surprised my know. wig shot off. Uh, and more at tcgt.com/slash/merch. That's all the plugs, Tim. You got any more yeah. uh, predictions? No. Well, let's see. Civil any more, War. Any more people you wish death on? I have I a mean, prediction for a celebrity comeback. Who? Wait, hold on. Patrick Duffy. No. Kirk Cameron. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Bruce Willis. You know, I was thinking that as well. I think he's primed for a comeback. I don't think he has it in him. Nah. I think he might by now. I think he he might have fallen far enough to give a shit. I think he's he's his brain Again. is just is just pudding now. Why? He he didn't have like a a drug or alcohol problem or anything, did he? No, but he's all roided up. He's he's he he looks just like a a slippery fish. <laughs> Doesn't he? I don't think steroids like make you look creature. like a slippery fish. Yeah, but he's just like hairless and like sweaty all the time and like Where did you see him that he's that you say he's just sweaty all the time? Just just look at him. I, think, I did I just think, watch Die Hard, so that might that might movies. be informing my opinion. Um I think uh unfortunately a bad thing, I think a lot of people are gonna get rid of the dogs that they have. What? <laughs> Why? I think a lot of people remember at the beginning of COVID when they were like, "Oh yeah, all the shelters are empty because people came and adopted all these dogs." Oh. I think people are gonna be like, "I want to get back to my because re- people are like, oh, I have all the time in the world now right, to, right, to right. care for." A- I think people are like, "I'm gonna go back to the clubs, and <laughs> this dog does not fit into, but I don't want to have to be home at." 6 p.m. every night to to walk the dog or yeah. whatever. 
and also I think people <laughs> are kind of like uh, when they go back to work and stuff, they're gonna be like, "My dog is howling because of uh, separation anxiety, and my neighbors all hate my dog now." Yeah, I'm gonna get rid of this dog. Um, that's a sad one. Um, I think people are gonna keep having Zoom birthday parties, Tom. I think people like those. <laughs> I don't think that that's gonna be the case. I think people enjoy that a lot. I think once once I have once I have the vaccine, once I figure out a way to cut in line and get the vaccine. Uh, you would do that. You are you are scheming. You're going to get the vaccine and you're not going to tell anyone because you're going to get it way before everybody else. Well, it all depends on when the dark web has it available. Uh, but uh, once I have the vaccine, I'm not I'm uninstalling Zoom for good. It's fair. That's going to be how I celebrate. All right, Tom, you want to do the countdown to 2021? No. What? This is, oh, uh, I guess it we is We do coming. it every year. All right. Ready? 10, 10, 9, 8, 7. Oh, you can't do a countdown over Zoom because there's yeah, a lag. Yeah, there's a lag. No, forget Two, it. 2, 1. Happy hey. New Year, buddy. Lackluster. I don't know. Bad way to start the year. Look, it's 2021 is going to be a bad year. If people aren't ready for it, it's going to be a shit year, too. <laughs> All right. Well, have a good 2021. We'll see you next year. That was a HeadGum Podcast.